This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. It is a Wednesday afternoon following up on Tuesday afternoon football, Tuesday night basketball. Man, yesterday was like a great Tuesday sports day. We don't usually get those on Tuesdays going into a Wednesday. But yeah, Sedano vacation continues. And as Chris was saying, my show. But no, no. Here is a familiar voice, a familiar face to sports fans throughout Southern California and specifically Los Angeles. Beto Duran is in today for Sedano. Hola, Beto. What's going on, man? You're going to start with the hola right away, huh? I mean, hola, hello, how's it going? Como esta? Mucho gusto. What's going on, man? I I knew coming in what I was going to get myself into, but you know, long time listener, first time caller, appreciate (laughs) you. Uh, I I love you and Billy Ray, man. You guys are great. Uh, Old school, yeah, man. Uh, Nearly twenty years on radio throughout Southern California, Billy Ray and I, and. I'm glad that you were a listener. Thank you for very much for that, by the way. Yeah, man. I'm a big uh, sports talk radio fan. I'm, I'm a big fan of you and Sedano. I, I, I try to listen a lot, but it's usually after the time when I'm driving the kids around from practice or doing whatever it is. And so I try to you know, support the people at 710. It's family here. I'm glad to be back here uh, during the holidays and hanging out. I, I met your fantastic producer who does a great job. And, you know, we've, uh, I'm looking forward to this, man. I, I'm a big fan of yours, Scott Kaplan. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm a big fan of yours, Beto Durant. So tell me this. You do go back a long ways with 710, right? I mean, you've, you've been part of this station and part of this family for, I mean, maybe pushing like 20 years? Well, you know how the kids say day one? I'm day one. Uh, I'm, a, I'm actually ESPN Radio 1110. Uh, I was here before it went down to 710. Uh, Tommy Lamb, who's the vice president here or who runs everything, he was the one who hired me to throw out T-shirts in 2001. Uh, I used to drive the you know expedition around. I don't even think they make that car anymore. But I used to go to the ESPN zone, RIP, and set up for Monday Night Football for Big Joe and Doug Krikorian and throw out the T-shirt, set up the tent, the street crew, you know, and uh, worked my way up, learned how to be a phone screener, board op, producer, everything else, talent, host, everything else, and just a lot of good people that work here. And I'm glad to be filling in with you today on Christmas. And uh, actually, this takes me back to the early 2000s when the first time I ever actually got on the air was because Shelly Smith from ESPN was hosting on ESPN radio and I uh, was answering the phones and nobody was calling because it's Christmas Eve. And she's like, Hey, jump on the phone, <laughs> jump on the mic. And I did. And she's like, Hey, you're good on the mic. I'm like, I am. I was like, no, I'm not. I, I, at that time, I just want to be the dude producing. Yeah. And she's like, you should be on air. I'm like, no way, no way. I don't want to do that. People that go on air get fired. Heck no. I want to be behind the scenes. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Here we are. Mr. 1099. I work everywhere, baby. Hey, let me ask you, you say uh, back in the days you were throwing out T-shirts and you were going to the ESPN Zone setting up for broadcast. you talking about the old school ESPN Zone in Anaheim at Disney, or are you talking about the one that was there originally at LA Live? Uh, no, Disney. At, at, uh, at Disneyland. Was there an ESPN Zone at LA Live, or was it a Fox Sports Grill or something there like that? There was a Fox Sports Grill Yeah, at... Uh, at 
There was one, right? ESPN. Now I'm more of a yard house kind of guy. No plug there, but you know, I like the yard house. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was the ESPN Zone. Oh, you know what? There was one at ESPN. ESPN Zone LA Live, but there was a Fox Sports Grill, which is now some probably restaurant. But yeah, yeah, I, I've seen downtown grow and evolve. And when I pulled up here today, I'm like, what is going on? Because I don't come downtown as often as I used to. And I, you know, Laker parades in the 2000s when where we're at right now used to be a parking lot. Uh, you know, Shaq and Mark Madsen dancing away. So all that is cool. The evolution of downtown Los Angeles, the Lakers, everything else. And the station is cool, man. I'm just happy to be back. And uh, when I got asked to fill in, I was like, heck, yeah. I mean, I listen all the time. I've worked I've worked everywhere. Uh, Cap, you know, they always say, I learned this from John Ireland, never burn a bridge. Uh, just be nice to everybody. And just you never know when things might come around. And here we are. Yeah. And, and for you, I mean, listen, I think it's really cool because and I was telling you this before the show, but. I mean, to sit with Jim Hill on the desk <laughs> of CBS2, you're talking about one of the true legends of local sportscasters, and to share a desk with him on the weekends, I mean, that is really cool, man. Yeah, Jim Hill is a legend here in uh, in Southern California, and actually around the So he was in Rocky Three, right? So Jim Hill is the only man who I've ever seen that doesn't wear a credential because his face is credential. <laughs> <laughs> the nicest man. I work with him on Saturday and Sundays on Sports Central on CBS2. And when I say people are like, oh, you, you're on the desk with Jim. I'm like, no, no, no. It's Jim's show because he's just the nicest man. We have a great time. It's my third season with him. Armin Kulian, our executive uh, sports director at CBS2, brought me on. He's like, hey, can you fill in for a show? And you know me. You let me in the door one way, I'm going to knock it down, and I'm not leaving, man. I'm going to take keys, and I'm going to find a way to stay there. So it's my third season with Jim. It's fantastic. We have a, a, a lot of fun with it, uh, and it's really cool. to now, now I'm getting recognized as, hey, you're the guy with Jim Hill. I'm like, that's right, baby. That's right. You don't need to know my name. You don't need to know my name, but it's cool. And then uh, during the show, we I interact with people a lot on uh, on Twitter or on Instagram, and I'll show Jim what they're saying between commercials, and he gets a big kick out of it. And he's like, really? They're saying that right now? I'm like, yeah, they're saying that. So it's a, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. We come on after the afternoon game on CBS, so we have, a, you know, people love watching me and taking bad pictures of me and my three chins. I say, bring them, baby, let's go, because <laughs> at the end of the day, you're watching it, so that, we have a lot of fun with it. Is that what you got? You got three chins? Yeah, you don't. Oh, no, I may actually have more than that nowadays. Um, I was always very conscious of that, too. I was like, okay, make sure you lift your chin a little bit so that when you're on TV, rather than you know looking down just a little bit where you can see like two to three chins, like look up just a little bit. Maybe it'll, it'll just stretch them out. But, um, yeah, I've got a lot of chins going right now. As a matter of fact, um, you know, Lindsay here has been giving me a hard time because the other day, was I think, was it Friday, Lindsay, when Sedano was like, Oh, just go do a 5K. And I'm like, oh, give me a break. I could go do a, a 10K tomorrow. And everybody's like, no, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah, I'm you like, can. Yeah, yeah you I, can. You're an I athlete, can't. Cap. You've done, dude, Bob Babbitt takes care of you, man. You've done Ironmans. You know what's up. Yeah. And so I, so you know what I did this weekend? I actually found, and I sent it to everybody, I found the half marathon that I'm going to do. It's in April, mid-April. And it's a very tough half marathon. I mean, it's still the same mileage, but a lot of climbing. And so I'm, I'm now... I'm, I'm kind of into this holiday part of the year, Beto, where I'm like this. Do I really need to clean up my diet right now? Or no. can I just admit the fact that between now and call it like January 3rd or maybe January 10th, I got to have a day in my mind where I'm going to start. But for now, Don't what's be the that sense guy. of starting just start now? Today. Just start today. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. 
Don't be that New Year's resolution. Oh, almost start this. I mean, you can't just go into a mar- half marathon. Yeah, you can. I've in done April. it without training. It's easy oh, to do. No, it. you haven't. Okay, I've Wait done a three LA marathons without training. That's insane. I'll, yeah, I want to hear Wait, this. How old were you? Yeah. How old were you? Uh, I'm actually going to do the one in March coming up. I haven't even started training yet. So yeah, I've done, I've done three. I've done a bunch of halves. Uh, we, I started a few years ago because they had the Rock and Roll LA mar- Half Marathon. I did that yeah. one. Yeah. And I, so, you know, I'm in the Rock and Roll series. Me and Cap, we're fine athletes. We roll yes. out of bed and just yes. do this, man. Would no you problem. explain this to them, please? Thank yeah. you, better do that. Thank him you. Up like that because he's actually gonna believe it, and then we're gonna no, have no, him no, on no, a no. stretch. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. When you've done something like that, you could just tell yourself, you know what? I can go do it because you know the pain and the agony of actually doing it. Now, mind you, don't ask me my time. Don't ask me how I felt. I did a a half marathon once, and I can tell you right now, there's no way in hell I can even do like a 10K in the next month after not having run for a long time. But Cap and I, we're we're machines. We work out. Tell them. You just do squats on a Monday. You feel like you could do a half marathon on Friday. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. See, the thing is, is you're so right. Because we're so so delusional of what our past accomplishments are Mm -hmm. that we still think that we can do it. Forget the fact that we're going to get hurt. Forget the fact that we're not going to work for a couple of days. Forget the fact that we're going <laughs> to hurt and make everybody around us miserable. But we're going to do it. Yeah, I, mm. Lindsay, you're you're right. I said I could do 50 push-ups. I only did 43, and that's uh, something that you can actually say. Look, he got to it or he didn't get to it. But I'm with Beto. It's like I can do it. I just don't don't ask me my time. You really struggled on like those last five push-ups. Yeah, but yeah, you should but I also 40, bro. but but again, I mean, it wasn't Before. like I trained for it. You know, I just was like, I could sit down and do 50 push-ups right okay. now. And then obviously, I was proven wrong. Yo, the other day, uh, I forget which NFL player said that every now and then he'll just go put two plates on to see if he can bench press it. And all these retired NFL players came on and said, I do the same thing, same thing. The ego of just I could still do this. Bow, they did it once, and they're not going to do it again. Yeah, but you're 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 delusional, Cap. I listened to the show. You are delusional, bro. You could do that half marathon, no problem. I, well, but here's the thing: I actually would like to get myself into decent shape. You're not going to. You have well, sloppy eating habits. I very sloppy. You're right. But wait a second. Back me up here for a second. Mm. So you did three full LA marathons without training. I mean. You know how you're supposed to follow the Hal Higdon guide of like the 18 week plan and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say I ran like twice, three times a week. But it's like, hey, today you're supposed to do 10. I would do like five. You know, I never did the intervals, and I, I like my best time was 5:02. Which... But that's still running. Yes, like just say like, well, I didn't not... run the whole time. No, no, I walked a lot. Don't worry, don't you? Oh, okay. I ain't trying to act like I look. I'm not trying to come out here and be like, oh yeah, I did a good time. No, no, no. I finished. You did five though. The way my body's set up, I don't even do one. But you don't run. I don't. Yeah, I do. I, 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 no, I but he's know. saying that he did the marathon in five hours. Yeah, the first one I did 502, which yeah. sucked. So, no, but you're talking about like a 13-minute mile, which means like you're kind of half No, no, no. I was out to seven and then eight and then hit the wall and it became 14, 15. Right. And so then when the average total comes to 12 and a half to 13 minutes. My goal was four. So that should tell you how bad I did not train. <laughs> hey, listen, that sounds really cool, though. I know people that have done that before. They're like, I can go do a marathon right now. And you're like, no, you can't. They're like, yes, I can. You're like, you haven't trained. Watch me. And they go out and they can accomplish it. I mean, uh, again, you may not do it in a really impressive time. You may not be uh, you know, going to the Olympics anytime soon. You're not going to win the Boston Marathon. But to finish the 26 miles, it can be done. But I actually want to train for it, dude. I want to nah, get myself that. into decent enough shape. You're I- not going to do that. I listened to the show. You're not going to do that, Cap. But if I commit my mind to it. You're not to going it, to. You're in your 50s now. You're not committing to anything anymore. Well, then, then let me say something. Because, you know, you're an observant listener. Thank you for that. But let me tell you something. 
I'm at a point right now, and a lot of people who are listening who may be in this same, this same point in their lives, you either clean it up right now and get yourself back into the kind of shape you should be in, nah. or you're just going to have to let it go and realize that you're going to be overweight the rest of your life. That's cool. Yeah. Don't need to clean it up. Be happy, you, Cap. I know. Do you understand, though, how hard it is to button my pants? Buy new ones. Buy sweats. <laughs> it's not that hard. No, no, and the solution is never buy new ones. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh-uh, you got to slim it down. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, no. All this like, oh, I'm not going to drink anymore. What? Why not? Oh, yeah. All the people are like, oh, during the holiday. Like, look, I brought in tamales today. You know why? Because I enjoy them. So what? There it is. Janice brought coquito. Yeah, we're mm. getting loaded here, bro. You missed oh, out. dude. Yeah, no, we're not. Sure. No, yeah, oh, we really Yeah, we are. <laughs> Maybe you, not I. <laughs> I ain't coming Greg, back. This no, is a, Hey, no, this is a one and done. What are they going to do? Not hire me again? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's what you think. I, you know, I'm not trying to get Wait, fired. wait till after next week, because I think you still got one more date with us. So. Oh, okay. What do you well, say well, it like well, that, though? We'll what are they going to do? Not hire me again? Yeah, I thought oh. you were going to say it the other way, which is, what are they going to do? Fire me again? I mean, hey, come on. look, man. Mr. 1099, I know my role. It's always like, yeah, we'll call you. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. It just well, pay my great. invoice. It's great to have you here today. We're off to a hot start. So listen, I want to start off by saying this. Coming up today, we got to get into what happened yesterday. And there were two major stories that took place yesterday. The Rams get a win over the Seahawks. And that's good because you just got to accumulate wins if you're going to still have a chance to win the division and maybe play a game at SoFi in the playoffs. It's not great because the Seahawks aren't very good, and I don't think people are overly impressed with the, with what the Rams did. So we'll talk about that, and I definitely want to get some reaction. The other big story, Beto, is this. The Lakers. Yes, they're undermanned, and yes, there's guys on the COVID list, and yes, Anthony Davis is hurt, but they got smoked and destroyed, particularly in the second half yesterday against Phoenix. So we'll get to those two big stories coming up. But just getting started, Beto Duran is in today for Sedano. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, holiday music. Come on, Beto. You like this one? I, this was a special request. Augie Rios, 1958. Young Puerto Rican kid who went on to perform on West Side Story on Broadway. You got to let this one go, Laura, because he starts naming all the reindeers and they have Spanish names. Oh, this is a jam right here. I There's really no way this was ever played in the Kaplan house. Nah, we're Jewish. You know, we don't even play that much Christmas music. A lot of dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know about that. No? Right here. Here tell, he goes. Tell right me here. When. Come on, yeah, listen to the names. Listen to the names, Cap. Know your audience, baby. Come on, Pedro. Ole. There you go. Come on, Pancho Claus. Let's go. <laughs> forget Sliwa Claus. Pancho Claus, Cap. Yeah, yeah forget Santa Slee coming down your chimney. Sliwa now, this Claus. song we played for Ramona <laughs> Shelburne. Back when I used to work here, and Shelburne's favorite song is this one with Augie Real. So shout out to Ramona Shelburne, man. This is a, a classic, a jam right there. Everybody in LA is like, yeah, I can't believe they heard down 710. 
Let me tell you something. You keep mentioning all these years that you worked at 710 back in the day and all the names of all the people. I'm going to keep asking you about it all day because I love sports radio history. It's one of my favorite things that Mason and Ireland do on the show. And they go, you remember back in 1998 or you remember in 2004? And I, yeah, I'm like, but we're I the only ones that, that know that. That's called inside baseball, man. Don't go like that. No, I like it. I always like it. Oh, I think it's great when they talk old school sports radio history. I love it. You've yeah. already mentioned a couple names. Who did you say earlier? You said Big Joe McDonald, and you say Doug, Doug Krikorian? Doug Krikorian, yeah. yeah. Palm Beach Press Telegram, great guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, for the radio nerds. I mean, what do you want to do? Like, show me your lightning bolt right now. You want to go from the Rockies <laughs> to the Canadian Rockies, all that other stuff? Come on, man. See, I do like it when they do that as well. I'm like, yeah. remember that time when Hacksaw choked on the air and couldn't get through the yeah, segment? all right. You are in stuff. your 50s, huh? Go back. You know it. Stay man. relevant, baby. Yeah, nobody you know knows it. what you're talking about, Cap. Well, actually, you couldn't be more wrong, Lindsay. It's just that you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, yeah you're, I guess you say it, but I feel like a lot of people probably don't. But you know, I would bet you. That if you said to people who are listening today and you mentioned the name Hacksaw, you're talking about one of the the sports radio icons yeah. of Southern California. But you see, you were in Cleveland. It's cool. Uh, I mean, I know who you. he is from from hearing Mason talk about over it. You and know, over and over. yeah, right. But I'm just telling you, I love those old school stories. So hey, before we get rolling here, I want to get right into the Rams. Can I just tell everybody something? So guys, today I got my my booster. I got my booster. And I'm kind of waiting for my left arm to feel like it's going to fall off because based on everybody I've talked to, I'm like, are you okay? You got your booster. Did you have a whole bunch of symptoms after? Did you get sick? Did you get knocked down? So far, so good. I've taken 1,000 milligrams of Motrin. I took 600 milligrams pre-shot, 400 milligrams post-shot, and I'm just waiting for my arm to feel like it's going to fall off. But so far, so good. Um, has everybody else here done that yeah, already? Yeah, so I got it a couple weeks ago, and I was right there. I was fine. And then all of I got it in the afternoon, and then all of a sudden that evening, headache hit me. And I'm not a guy that gets headaches. I never complain, and it knocked me out. The next day, I was on my, I was on my way to CBS, Studio City, got on the freeway, and I turned around. I was just dizzy. It knocked me out for mm. a whole day. I was lethargic. And I, look, as a dude who is freelance, who doesn't get paid if he doesn't show up, for me not to go to work? That should tell you something. But then everybody's different with their reactions. You know, you're a finely trained athlete. You're, I'm pretty sure you'll be fine. <laughs> That's right. I mean, even though I'm retired 10 years as a finely trained athlete, I still, in my own mind, think I'm a finely trained athlete. That's, That's for funny. sure. No, I, I got mine too, Cap. And it, I, I came to work here and I went to work to my other job. I was tired, but you, like he said, you got to make money, man. So it wasn't, it was bad in the sense of my arm hurt and I had a bad headache. But other than that, it was like, you just kind of keep chugging. Mm-hmm. Made me tired, but you know it's better than getting COVID. So yeah, I was lethargic. Mm-hmm. That was about it. Yeah. Well, I'm just like I said. I'm I'm hoping to because uh, I you know today they actually said to me they said do you want the Pfizer or do you want the Moderna and I said to them what is Moderna and they said well it's the other pharmaceutical company and I went you mean Moderna and uh, they were like uh, you okay. mean Modelo let's go Cap just get a beer <laughs> let's go man that's all you need. That's right. I love those commercials, by the way, that Modelo. My new one is I like the um, uh, the Dame Lillard one. Have you seen that one with yeah. Modelo? Yeah. Make I like money. that one. I like know? Dame Dollar. Let's go. I like those commercials. All right. So, Beto, let me ask you this. Right, wait, what's my name? Beto. <laughs> uh, you live in Southern California, right? That's right. You live in San Diego, right? Uh, South L.A. So you live close to TJ, right? Yeah. South LA is, is San Diego. Yeah. All right. So everybody calls me Beto, right? I'm mm-hmm. never going to correct Jim Hill. So if Jim Hill wants to call me Beto, he can do it. Okay. 
But you, you're going to correct Cap. I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> Does Cap have a star in the Walk of Fame? Was no, he on no. Rocky Three? No, no. No, right? Uh-huh. Is his no, face his no. credential? No. All right. So now that I've been around long enough yeah. and I've had this conversation. So when I started off in the business, people would go, because they can't say my name. My real name is Umberto. Which Umberto. Is, yeah, right? Which is See. terrible. I don't have a middle name. Believe me. All Bertos become, you know, Albert or, or all Bertos become Beto, right? Mm-hmm. So my name is Beto. Can you say Beto? Beto. Now say it faster. Beto. There it is. Boom. You just said it. All right. All right. All right. Okay, so wait. So you, you have been Mario Logan. All right. Wait. So so people will say Beto. White people. Right. That's the Anglicized version. Yeah. Right. As, as right. Was yes. All you white people out there, how dare you? Seriously. No. No. It's it's perfectly fine. I never correct anybody. But because look, I wasn't going to correct you in the first segment. But after 21 minutes, you're my guy, man. Yeah. You, as right. you said it, hola, right? So you threw an hola at me. So I'm gonna correct you. That way you don't sound and you don't get hate on your Twitter of like this is how you say his name. So I'm helping you out right now, Cap. I appreciate me, that. Me so, compa, Cap. See, okay, muy bien. Beto. There it is. Dude, how hard is it to say? Let me tell you something. I have a friend. Um, she is de Ciudad de Mexico. And she is. She is. <laughs> yeah, she's from. She is de. Ella is. Thank yeah. you. Pick a language, bro. You listen, dude. I mean, I'm, it's, 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 it's Hebraic Spanglish, my man. You know what I'm saying? So no. Her name. Well, Latinos right. Why in would LA, you? we talk a little bit like that. Don't 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 get it twisted. But. So no, you so, talk like that. I do. I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, Very Spanglish. Yeah, yes. No, you do. Right. Yeah, I do. Her, her name is Maite. Yeah. And Ma- I called her Maida for about three years. That's Jorge's daughter's name. Yeah, Maite. Maite. Yeah, Maite. And so so she finally said to me, she was Scott. Listen, um, I'm gonna have to correct you on the way you say my name. I'm like, why Maida? What's wrong? And she's like, no, it's not Maida. It's Maite. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. And it took me like a long time to like, I wanted to really pronounce it well and say it the right way, you know? Yeah. And it took me some time, but I felt so stupid. Maida versus Maite. Yeah. It, it's just this, Scott, when you've had your name mispronounced your entire life, it's easier just to roll with it. Mm-hmm. And I've actually had this argument with people like, oh, you don't correct them the way they say your name. I'm like, do you really think I'm going to get into how to say my name? Or how about we realize the fact that I'm the only Mexican on the radio station? How about we we take the fact that we actually are represented by one person? I'm not going to go. It's called pick your battles, right? Let me just get the job first before I start correcting everything else. <laughs> but now that I'm here, I'm correcting yeah. you, Kat. Right, right. Now that we're 23 minutes in and we've decided to do a half marathon together and you've already coached me into really dealing with the fact that as much as I say I'm going to train, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, no, I'm going to get myself into really good shape, nope. I'm going to I'm going to actually do a decent job, I'm going to perform, you know, pretty well. Um, you're like, "No, you're not. You're going to walk and you're going to remain overweight and you're going to buy bigger pants or just completely wear sweats all the time no, and you're going to stop no complaining about it cuz it's just the new reality." Yeah, just deal with it. Okay, I will. All right, what did you think? And I want to hear what everybody else has to say as well. What'd you think about the Rams win yesterday? Is it is it impressive? Is you know, I hear people saying, "Well, come on, the Seahawks are terrible, and they're having a really off year, and and Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll won't coexist beyond this year." And if you're the Rams, you got to destroy a team like really? that. Really? Who's saying this, Cap? Oh, where I've where heard, are you at? I, I have heard plenty of talk today about the the unimpressive nature of the Rams win. To me, really? Yeah. Here, here's the thing. To me, I'll say it like this. I'm not sure what to make of the Rams today because people then are talking about, are they a real Super Bowl contender? Every week, this league changes. Every week, it's unpredictable and it's hard to figure out. 
few weeks ago, the Rams had lost three straight games, and most of us thought the sky was falling. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nobody seems impressed. They beat the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody's impressed until the end of Sunday this past week when Detroit beats Arizona, and then that win doesn't look as good as it once did. This win at home, given the circumstances, players that weren't there, the way they weren't able to practice, I... To me, I don't really care about style points. I realize I know there's a controversial no call late in the game on what is an obvious pass interference. But all told, because Detroit beat Arizona and the Rams win this game, the Rams are right back in the discussion to win the division, to possibly host a playoff game at SoFi. And I think people have a newfound respect where three weeks ago they might have thought the Rams were toast. What do you say? A win is a win is a win, especially right now. So I don't care about style points. I'm not that guy. But so many different factors. They're playing on a Tuesday. The game got changed. They're playing at a 4 o'clock. Normally, you know this as a former athlete, you got to stick to your schedule. You don't want your schedule ever ruined. A Tuesday is normally a day off for an NFL player where they do nothing. You know, Von Miller was notified at 6 in the morning, hey, you're cleared to play now, right? And he was at a different hotel. So I'm not going to get caught up in the, oh, they didn't smash the Seahawks. They're a bad team or this, this, and that. I mean, I haven't really heard too much about that, people complaining about the way that they played. Was it ugly at times? Yeah. But they I was there yesterday. It was weird just being there on a Tuesday. The tailgates were a little different, man. The carne asada wasn't there. My boy Rosal didn't bring out the grill. He brought pizza. It, that, like Little things like that <laughs> are different about it. But you looked at the game and it was like, uh, Seattle's hanging around, Seattle's hanging around. But you never got the sense that Seattle was going to come back into this. Yeah, Seattle's not a good team right now. But anytime you have Pete Carroll... And you know this, Pete gets fired up anytime these young hotshot coaches, right? He gets a little extra oomph to kind of show the kids like, hey, 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 you're in your 30s, I'm still that guy, right? You know he gets all fired up like that, but Seattle's a team that's just weird. And I was talking to some of the guys from the Seattle media yesterday about the way that this season's been going on. It's hard for them to figure out what goes on with Russell Wilson and the Pete Carroll, which camp are you in over there? And also Seattle's a team that has dealt with the COVID issues also coming into this game. Seattle media has not talked to the players in person in a while. They've been doing everything via Zoom, whereas the Rams media has actually been gone into a press conference room, so they can actually have some interaction. But I think that's going to be gone also. But as far as the way the team played, eh, get the win. Am I impressed with it? No. Uh, Am I going to knock them down for not smashing the Seattle Seahawks? No. And you're right. A couple weeks ago, Arizona looked like a world beater. Like, oh, my goodness, that team's going to the Super Bowl, right? How legit are they? And then they're kind of back to normal. And look, in the NFL, has anybody clinched a playoff spot yet? Um, No. Yeah. I mean, there's— They're close, but nobody's actually, like, separating themselves right now. Well, right. I mean, listen, I think—and we'll get deeper into this— what does this mean in terms of the Rams' Super Bowl aspirations? I mean, that, that's really Are you really thinking about Super Bowl right now, Cap? Well, I'm thinking about what I want Man, for the Rams. Man, let's get through Christmas if you're the Rams right now. Let's get the bodies back if you're well, the Rams right now. I mean, listen, hey, dude, the next three weeks, let, we'll look at the schedule, not only for the Rams, but for, for uh San You Francisco. are not doing schedule breakdown. Oh, dude. You are not I'm doing looking, schedule breakdown help on look radio. Ahead. I have oh, to look ahead. Oh, my God. 1998 radio. My God. <laughs> schedule I look breakdown. Ahead. All right, hold on a second. Beto Duran is in the house for Sedano. No schedule breakdown, bro. No? You're not going to do it? Man. 
I'm telling you, man, I look ahead, man. I can't help but myself but look ahead because I look at everybody else and who they're playing and what I think and how I project. Stick around. Hold on, everybody. If you want to get involved, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We'll take your calls. Ram fans, what'd you think? Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Well, I thought we were doing a little holiday music today. I like the holiday music, but it turns out, Beto, <laughs> thank See, you for correcting me. Dímelo, Scott. Trying, man. Trying. Who is this? This is your kind of music. Well, and, <laughs> like this, a virgin. This, well, is it that or is it just white guy music? It's uh, <laughs> the latter. Yeah, uh, 1984, Madonna, "Like a Virgin," the number one song in the country. Where are you at in 1984? Um, I don't remember much about 1984. The only thing I remember about 1984 uh, is the Olympics. Watching, I wasn't born yet. Yeah, Mary oh, Decker Slaney. Mary Decker before she was Slaney. Knocking down Zola Bud. That's all I remember. You ladies were not born yet in 1984? No. 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 Where were you at? Where, where was your IROC parked at? Now, by that time, I didn't have an IROC yet. Now, I like an IROC, by the way. I do like. I did like an IROC Z28 back in the day. Wow. You're kidding but me. You really did? I didn't have one. I wanted one. You know? I wanted one, but I, I didn't have on one. on the head. Wow. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> Oh, dude, I would have loved to have had T-Tops. Are you kidding me? Forget about it. An IROC Z28 in the mid-'80s was a great car to have. I was 14 years old. I had just been bar mitzvahed. You know, I was still trying to, you know, get to some puberty stuff things happening with my body. You know, I was like the only kid in the in the grade where, like, they make you take a shower after pee. Okay, I'm like, TMI, I don't want to take a shower. TMI, bro. TMI, bro. Took it too what's, far. What are you talking about? Thank you, Where's ladies. Where's that sounder I mean, that you're I talking have. about, like, showers and puberty. <laughs> they, don't do that in, they don't do that in junior high anymore. Well, yeah, we didn't take showers even like when I was in junior high or high school. Well, I wanted an IROC Z28, and yes, bet though I did want T tops, yeah. and I didn't have one. There's a, I eventually there's a, did get a, a convertible Mustang 5.0, though. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Must be nice. Well, Must be nice. Yeah, it was pretty nice. There's you a great picture. Uh, Mark Gubaza, you know, <laughs> Angels and broadcaster, Royals yeah. 85 World Series champ. He has a great picture of him with his uh, uh, IROC in, uh, in Camaro back when he was with the Royals. Gooby's a big, big, big rock guy. He's awesome. The only oh. reason I know what an IROC is because of that song Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, okay, okay. They you know what IROC stood for? Because it wasn't just like no. some word they came up with. I just with. knew it was a car because of the video. Yeah. 
Yeah. You remember? You Teenage remember what it, was, it was an acronym, though. Do you, you don't remember what it stood for? Didn't it no stand idea. for like a, a car race? Yeah, it was International yeah. Race of Champions. Yeah, that's right. right. It was a series. Iraq, right? Yeah, Iraq. I could. You know what? I I could picture Cap being Jake Ryan. I could picture you with that Porsche standing outside. I could see you that Cap. Well, I would love to have that Porsche. I would love that. My father actually sent me a text the other day. This is a true story. Totally true story. He said, uh, me and some friends were talking about net worth of athletes. And somebody said, well, have you ever Googled the net worth of your son? You know, he's on the radio. He's been on the radio 25 years. Have you ever, you ever, you know, Google that? My father sends me a link. You know what? You know what Google says my net worth is, dude? Wait, you, okay, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. You were a pro athlete? I know you played at Pitt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I only bounced around the NFL for a couple of years. But regardless of okay, that. Okay, okay. No, no. So you were a pro athlete in the 90s? Yep. You didn't make much money then. No, I made no money. I didn't even really make a team. Oh, okay. Well, then, I don't know, 500K? Yeah, well, according to Google, 18 million. Stop it. Yeah. How? I'm like, how does that become reality? I mean, really? You're, you're Kaplan Books? The kind we get in college, or what is it? I don't know, man. Yeah, really, maybe it is the Kaplan College. Maybe they got the wrong guy. That's Good for probably you. the that case. Boy, that a boy. Good for you, Cap. <laughs> well, I want that Porsche, but I don't have that Porsche, because I don't have that 18 million. Hmm. All right, let me go to the phones here, Beto. Let's see what everybody has to say. Started off with this. Rams fans, what do you think today? Because a few weeks ago, when you lose to the Titans, the 49ers, and the Packers, all three quality teams, all of a sudden you go from 7-1 and to 7-4, and and people are down on the Rams. You come back and you beat the Jaguars, nobody's impressed. You go on the road, you beat the Cardinals, it's a win on the road in the division, everybody's impressed, but then the following week, the Cardinals get smoked by Jared Goff and the Lions, so that win doesn't look as good. Now you're playing the lowly, and it's just this year, the lowly Seattle Seahawks who come into the game at 5-8. and eight. You win the game. What do you think about the Rams now? Here's Joey in Simi Valley. Hey, Joey, what's going on over here? Sedano and Cap. Why are you doing that voice? And when it's somebody's named Joey, I go, hey, Joey, how you doing over here? Right over here. How's it going, guys? Thanks for so, having Joey. me on. Thanks for having me on. First off, I want to say, you know, with the Cardinals losing this week, that wasn't the same Cardinals team. D-Hop's down. They're coming off of a loss. So I don't think that should diminish the Rams' win on Monday Night Football on the road. In regards to the Jaguars' win, yeah, nobody's impressed, but nobody's going to be impressed when you're doing what you're supposed to do. I still think that matters. And then last night, I saw it in person, and I've seen enough Russell Wilson to know that any game that he plays should be taken seriously. So the Rams beating the Seahawks again, nobody's going to be impressed when they do what they're supposed to do. But if this team wants to go to the Super Bowl, I think that's important. Yeah, I think the uh, I think people, anybody who's not impressed, I kind of I'm, I'm going to subscribe to what Beto has said here this afternoon, which is a win is a win is a win. And especially a division win against the Pete Carroll coach team, to your point, a Russell Wilson quarterback team. Um, I just look at that and say uh, at 17, 10, with about three minutes to go in the game, on a fourth and six where there's an obvious pass interference that should have been called against the Rams that didn't. It went the Rams' way. I mean, that's the situation, you know? Could the game have changed? A giant penalty after that puts the Rams in good field position. They don't do much with the ball. They get three out of it. 20-10, to 10, that's game, set, and match. So I'm not going to be down on the win. I'm just trying to figure out in a league where I can't decide week in and week out who's good and who's not good. I'm trying to decide for myself, better jump in with this, is what does it mean? Like, 
how good do we think the Rams are? Because now they've gone from losing three to winning three straight. What and, do you think? and I hate saying this because it's just the reality of life right now. It's hard to figure out who's on your team right now because you don't know who's playing. You're not playing a normal time right now. It's who are you preparing with? The guys that you're preparing with during the week all of a sudden are gone. The guys that are gone all of a sudden are back. And it's it's become a weird dynamic where it's about resiliency. Whoever can maintain right now is who's going to win. And if you're the Rams where you have Super Bowl aspirations because, look, they, they went from broke. They better be in the Super Bowl because that's what Rams fans expect. And when you've mortgaged the future for this right now, but it's hard to say, hey, this is who we are when you don't know who your personnel is. It, it just, it, I know it sounds like I'm making excuses, Scott, but it's not that point. No, and, and it's by the just way, hard. Yeah, and and listen, and that that same exact thing that you just said, we could we could apply that to the Lakers, which we will do in a second. One all more sports call. right now. I mean, right. all sports. We'll sneak one more call in here, and then we'll we'll turn our attentions towards the Lakers. Here's Alex in South LA. Alex, you're on Sedano and Cap on seven ten. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for having me. And uh, hey, Cap, just want to let you know, I've been looking at some Sunday swagger. Just want to let you know, coming Dude, through you soon. See, so Dude, the ugly Christmas golf shirt is and, the funniest golf shirt of all time. It's got little Santas and little reindeer. And I'm telling you, my daughter told me the other day, I looked like Christmas threw up all over me. And uh, the Sunday Swagger guys, Mark and Gary, thought that was about the greatest compliment they've ever heard. Go for it, Alex. What do you say? Awesome. Well, I'm going to continue to go with the train right here. Win is a win is a win. you. The Seahawks, a well-coached team, and Pete Carroll, it has thrown the season up and down for everyone. And it's basically going to come down to any given Sunday. It's who you, how, how you're feeling that day, what's your mental toughness, and can you get through it? And I feel confidence in the Rams because we have a guy named Sean McVay who is, if not, I think, a top-five coach in the NFL. But mental toughness, you can see it out there. He has the same consistent game plan, and I think that's going to help us ride us through this uh, turbulent NFL season. Yeah, it is turbulent. You you got that right. Hey, enjoy that Sunday swagger. You know they'll, they'll send you free shipping when you spend a hundred dollars or more. So go get it, man. We appreciate it, and thanks for tuning in. All right, hold on one second, everybody. Let's take exactly what Beto just said about knowing who you're going to have, and then let's apply that exact same thought process to the Lakers, who last night got destroyed by Phoenix. We'll get to that story coming up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So Beto Duran is in today for George Sedano. And, you know, it's funny because this morning, I, this totally true story, dude. I'm having this conversation with my girlfriend, Beto, and, I, and she says, you know, I don't feel like I'm really in the holiday spirit. So we decided that tonight what we would do is we would turn on Christmas music. We would wrap gifts. We would uh, stay home, turn on the fire, et cetera, et cetera. And all to try and get into the holiday spirit. Are you there, dude? Are you into the holiday spirit right now? What are you going to do? Play like It's a Wonderful Life and Golly Gee George and all that good stuff? I was going to play uh, It's the Most 
wonderful time of the year. I was going to do anything I could that I could sing along Who does to. This? You know, it, it, you've been watching too many movies, man. I don't know anybody who does that, who sits who? around and like, hey, let's wrap gifts and play Christmas carols. Well, I did that. <laughs> understand. I've never done it. I, I've By never yourself? done it. I did it last night. I got home late, and I was like, you know what? I have a bunch of Christmas presents to wrap. Okay, so- but you were doing it by yourself, right? Si, si, sola. Yeah, with yeah. A glass no, of this wine. guy is like, okay, let me do it for the. Like, we're gonna let's do make everything. Make a date out of it. Yeah, but like, hold oh, yeah, on no, a no, second. No, 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 I'm the twenty third. It's yeah, rap no. Christmas time. Well, yeah, you guys no. are now. Hold on a second. Everybody's now. all on. frenzy right now. Who, who well, has wait time to sit down and just do nothing? Well, wait a second. First of all, you got to understand something. I'm the Hebrew brother, so for me, I don't care, man. Like I don't, I don't even have a Christmas tree in my house. I don't put Christmas tree uh, gifts underneath a tree. I, I got a girlfriend who is not Jewish, and for her, she's like, you know, I feel like a bad mom. I haven't really gotten my house together. I haven't created a a holiday type environment for my kids. So I was trying to be a nice guy. No, Kev, and, no, what? no, no, no. Everybody, what? okay. My house. I literally just put up my Christmas tree yesterday. And I made my brothers help me because I'm like, this takes too long and ain't nobody got time for this. So she should not feel bad or a bad mom or any of the above that you just mentioned because everybody's busy and she's a businesswoman. Like, she's hustling. She well, should not Well, that's what bad. I said. But I, but I was trying. Beto, you're giving me no credit at all. I can't believe you're giving me no credit as a guy for saying... I'm willing to do something with you that I don't really care to do, but I'm just doing it to make you happy. Come on, man. That's what you're supposed to do, right? In a relationship, yeah, you're supposed to do that. Right. So you're, you're getting credit for what you're supposed to do? That Well, kind of like the Rams. We're, we're giving them credit for what they were supposed to do, which yeah. was win against the Seahawks last night. Now let's turn it over to the Lakers, though. What do we all think of what is going on with the Lakers? Because let me tell you something. LeBron, after the game, He's at the press conference, and I would love to play this for you. Listen to LeBron. I want to hear what you think. When you hear what hold LeBron on, on, Kat, is saying. Kat, yeah. What did they lose by yesterday? I mean, I didn't watch the game. I was at the Rams game, and I was in the parking lot for an hour and a half trying to get out of they there. Were, so they lost the happened. game 108 to 90. Now, just hold on. This game at halftime was 54 52 in favor of the Suns. As a matter of fact, but the Suns are a good team, right? Oh, they're not just a good team. They got they're, the half Mexican Booker, right? I do believe that. That's that. That may be true. Is he half Mexican? Yes. See, like I take credit for Drake because he's half Jewish. So you take credit for Booker because he's half Mexican, and he's learning Spanish. Yeah, bro. Like, and me. he's also dating Kendall Jenner. Yeah, and he, he shows up in Lowriders in the playoffs. There. Oh yeah, he, he does have nice cars. Game. He does have a very nice car collection. Well, he rents them for that game. Oh really? Yeah. He does. Yeah. You're kidding me. He's not. You're not going to have that many cars. You rent it for the game for Instagram. We don't. You do it to floss on Instagram, Cap. That's what 23 year olds do. I did not know that. Don't I feel naive and oh dumb? Although, um, remember the other day, Laura, we were talking about this comedy festival that's coming to L.A. And you were talking about who's the comic that's playing Dodger Fluffy. Stadium? Fluffy. What's it? Gabriel. Fluffy. Gabriel Iglesias, I, yeah. my boy. I, I saw him. Gabriel. I saw him on Instagram with Adrian Gonzalez. And Adrian had gone to visit him, and Fluffy was showing off his entire collection of like now, VW. Now that's a different story. But Fluffy has a warehouse in Long Beach where he has his extensive VW bus collection, including the first VW bus he had when he was 19 years old. Now Fluffy's not flexing. That's like that's my warehouse. He has a bunch of buses and a bunch of uh, 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 bugs, and he has a couple of like the halfbacks and everything else. So that's his extensive collection. Everybody else, that's 
don't believe everything you see on social media. Really? So Devin Booker is just—he's flossing or he's flexing? He, no, no, he's just not flexing. To be clear. It, it was—he had a whole. Or, this is what I was told that he had a whole orchestration of what he was going to show up and write in, and he would rent the car for the day, which is cool. I mean, those cars are expensive and they're hard to find too. Hmm. I mean, he's making thirty million dollars a year. If he wants to, he can and that's even buy those smart. No, no, but you know that Drake recently just bought one of one of the guys, his bodyguard or driver of something, just recently, like in the past two months, bought the Phantom that yeah. he used to rent so he could, you know, make yeah. himself look really cool. He just recently bought that because he couldn't afford it. He used to have to rent it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, there's a whole different world of where you can rent exotic cars for the weekend. You know that, right, Cap? I mean, I I'm, I'm familiar with. You're it. not going to Hertz. You're going to a guy who's got <laughs> yep. the who's got the Lambo tricked out for the weekend. Really, you're not. You don't call Avis and go, "Yo, um, you guys got those uh, green Lambos?" Because I just want one for the weekend. You don't have. No. You don't. No. Okay, my bad. No. Mm-hmm. No, you don't do that. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. I want to get back to this LeBron thing, and I really I would love for you to hear it. And it's interesting that you didn't see the game because you're right. Um, if you didn't see the game and you just looked at the final score, 108 to 90, it was total devastation. I mean, the second half, the Lakers couldn't do anything. You know, they couldn't shoot for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I saw the highlights. Well, the lowlights. I mean, Russell Westbrook was terrible. He was getting booed, right? Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, is that the case? I mean, I got to say, I didn't hear the booing because I, truth be told, I was sitting at a bar watching the game. You I mean, know, there's I a, lot, really there's a lot of frustration. All you have to do is go on Laker Twitter right now or last night and the frustration from Laker fans. And mind you, I don't follow many Laker fans. Most of the people I follow on Twitter are somebody that I know. And the frustration from these hardcore fans of what the Lakers season is playing out to right now, of what they thought that they were going to get to what they have right now. This is a 500 team barely. LeBron is balling out. Where's everybody else at? I mean, come on, Cap. Where are we going? Oh, this is a 70-win team right here. Let's go. You got everybody together. And the reality is that they can't play well together. You have people who are hurt. And then when you're losing, and it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to get smoked at home. That's they the did. embarrassing part. They did. They got smoked. The last night of the arena known as Staples, the Lakers got annihilated. But when we come back, after what you need to know, I really want you to hear the sound of LeBron after the game because I want your opinion, not just yours, everybody's. What do you think when you hear what LeBron sounds like? Not the words, the tone. I want you to hear it and tell me what you think. Stick around. Beto Duran is in today for Sedano. Laura's got what you need to know right around the corner. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. We're all going to find out what we need to know next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.